Smith set to the left. Tight formation. Jones flips it to him. Devontae headed for the end zone. And Alabama back on top. Up right down the middle of the field, it's touchdown. Devontae Smith cannot be stopped. A truly special performance by the Heisman Trophy winner. Three touchdowns. to all four downs part of the cmg sports podcast network i am joe aguire congratulations to the alabama crimson tide 52 24 winners over the ohio state buckeyes who just didn't have enough losing trey sermon uh, on his first uh, carry the game certainly did not help uh but there was not much this team was going to be able to do Alabama ran the table as we told you they would from day one. Now we'll bring in Jace and Sean and OV to talk about uh, anybody who watched that football game that still thinks that Justin Fields is a better quarterback than Mac Jones. Please, please, Jace, explain yourself. Explain myself? Well, I mean, first off, Mac Jones did not lead his team in rushing. Second off, I mean, defense yards isn't all that impressive. Force, but all right, the defensive force that is Alabama is not the same as the defensive force that is Ohio State. Um, and I mean, you 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 talk about athleticism, mobility. Justin Fields has all that. I think Mac Jones is great. He's a great game manager. But when you're, if it comes down to a single quarterback. And your same team, say any team at all, same guy, same offensive line, same skill players, same running back, and it's a two-minute drill. You got to get up and down the field. Uh, I'm going to take Justin Fields. I'm sorry about that. Mac Jones had a great season. He, he did great things. But uh-huh. uh, I'm just uh, – You're, you're going to take a guy that completed 50% of his passes. Is yeah. that what you're saying? In a two-minute drill. That's the guy that you want in a two-minute drill. Does he have any timeouts? Uh, can you name any of Justin Fields' receivers? Uh, yeah, Olave, Wilson, Ruckert, Williams. There's a whole bunch of them. I don't. I mean, what's your point? What's Devontae first Smith. Name? Devontae Smith played half the game. Devontae Smith. You can name Jalen Waddle. Devontae name... Smith played half the game. Jalen Waddle had three catches. Sing me a song of six pass. Oh, okay, and about? also the, the you you Ohio hold State on, hold on. You just said you would take a quarterback who completed a half of his passes in a two minute offense. I got news for you. I would never hire you to be the coach of anything. 
Well, really, okay. a fifty percent complete. That's the guy you want leading your two minute. That's what you saw in that game. By the way, thirty three yards on 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 one carry. His other five carries netted him thirty four yards. Sorry, Justin Fields did not come up big for Ohio State in any way, shape, or form. And if you watched that game and you thought he was a better quarterback than Mac Jones, I think you need to get your eyes looked at. I think your understanding of football uh, has, has somehow gotten scrambled. I don't know if it's that new uh, hairpiece thing that you're wearing on your head, but it, it's got to be cutting into the oxygen. You would take a 50% completed. Really? Sean, please, let's clear this up. Um, I mean, I understand Jason's point of, you know, what he's saying. Obviously, he did only complete 50% of his balls, but it is only one game. I think you have to take the whole context of the whole season to the, the matter. But um, I think, obviously, in the game, Mac Jones was a lot better. Um, I, I agree with that assessment. And I think he was a lot better throughout the whole season. But I can see Jason's point. I think going forward, um, I don't know if that's what Jace means by this, but I, I think going forward, going into the NFL – um, I think that Justin Fields will have a better career just because I think he could do more in the pocket. That's what you need in today's NFL. He's he's obviously got the strong arm, and I just think that he'll be better down the line. But I do agree that Mac Jones obviously had the better year. Um, there's no quarterback better than him in the country, I think, and they, they showed that on uh, Monday night um, that Ohio State just didn't stand any chance the whole game. We obviously saw uh, in the first half they dominated, and uh, they kept their foot on the pedal um, for the rest of the game. Hey Joe, right. you want to know who? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on a minute. Completion percentage coming at. Hold, hold on a minute. First of all, I'm trying to understand what quality boy. I don't know if he's pro or con Fields here. I wouldn't take Fields over Mac Jones rolling over in my grave. I don't know what that means. Just say whether you like Fields or 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 Mac Jones better. Uh, I I'm not interested in solving riddles. I already got to figure. I got to try to figure out what this clown's saying. What? Uh, you know who had big uh, completion percentage issues coming out of college? Oh, my God. Uh, Josh Allen. And you love Josh Allen, don't you? Yeah. So you take jo- you take Josh Allen to win your Josh game. Allen that completes passes now in the NFL or the one that didn't? Because I would still not take the one that didn't. So you wouldn't take oh, – I mean, th- that that's absurd to say Thank that you Thank you, probably, boy. But, uh, yeah, I mean, how is it absurd? I would take the better one. You wouldn't take Josh Allen's Josh Allen. Yeah. You take one. You take Josh Allen. I'm taking Josh Allen 2020 that Uh, learned how to be a good quarterback and learn how to add a complete passes. Okay. Well, I'm going to stop you guys right there. Hold on for a second. We're going to wave off base. I don't even know why we're talking about Josh Allen that's playing in the NFL right now when currently what we have in front of us here is a co-champions, okay? Co-champions here on the College Bowl Mania, all four downs podcast. We did it on ESPN, and everyone was invited. And out of all so many people that, that signed up, myself and Hector finished in a tie, okay? So we both agreed that we become co-champions he had the perfect score for Ohio State. He picked Ohio State to have 24 points, and they did. I happened to have them 40-plus points, but they went over 50. So, but besides the point, we picked Alabama because of this guy right here, Mac Jones, 
He is the man, and he's proven from week one since since they started. I can't even say week one because the season started at week three in college football because of the COVID and all the delays. But since the SEC started, he kept up the tempo. He didn't slow down, you know, and you got to give him props when, when props is given. I understand Joe's uh, point of view. Jace, I understand your point of view, but at the, at the end of the day, when it comes to national television, the day, the night that you got to perform the best, Mac Jones was it. And yes, so did Devontae uh, Smith played. Najee, Najee Harris, he also had a good game. I love to see Waddle with his pride and loyalty that showed across college football, not like the Pac-12 that chickened out of not playing any bowl games. I mean, we could go on there. But that guy right there deserved that respect. Mac Jones, congratulations to you. Do you remember three weeks ago when Jay said, if Kyle Trask beats Alabama, does that put him in, in the Heisman Trophy run? I mean, absurd. Absurd if he beat Mac Jones. Ha, ha, ha. Nobody stepping, bro. Nobody. Yeah, that was, that was the closest game of the year for Alabama, though. Just sure then. it was. Sure it was. Thank God he's got such a great defense. <laughs> and Devonte oh. Smith to throw to, but that's how good Mac Jones is. That he inspires his teammates to greatness. I don't know what Justin Fields oh was doing on the sideline. You're ridiculous. <laughs> winners, ridiculous winners, winners win. <laughs> I didn't see Trevor Lawrence yeah, on Monday night. Did yeah. you? I didn't see him. Where's he in book? Nick Saban's a great winner. Nick Saban is an awesome winner. Nick, oh, yeah. Nick Saban mm-hmm. wins championships. Yeah. Listen, yeah. bottom line is, is look, two weeks ago, I explained this to everybody that when you look at the five stars and the four star uh, recruits, they're all going to Bama. Their, their, their bench is loaded with guys you would, you would put in your starting lineup right now. Backups to backups that you would start over most of your roster right now. It's very unfair. Yes. But as long as it's happening, I just want to look at this, watch it, and appreciate it. Because to me, look, when when you're as good as this team is, this is what you do. You go 13-0 and and you destroy Ohio State in the national championship game. I mean, there, there, there's, there can be no doubt. And again, I mean, the, this idea that 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 it's uh, in in some way we're going to hold the talent around Mac Jones against him, or we're going to hold Nick Saban and the fact that he recruits better than anybody else. Hire better coaches in other places. And I think that's what's going on right now. They are hiring coaches. You see, there's, there's a, there's a coaching carousel going on in the last couple of weeks. And, you know, it's talk about recruiting, you know, Alabama's already leading number one, Georgia. It's hanging in there. Clemson is still winning and recruiting. Texas just uh, as of today uh, got a recruiter uh, recruitment from a player that's ranked in the top fifty in the ESPN. So they're stacking up now that they have a new coach. So, um, but as years to come, it's it's all about Alabama and then the SEC, man. That that's what the real football is all about now, and it's always been like that since I started watching college football. Everything's SEC, and then as far as Justin Fields concerned, and I thought I know we talked about this earlier, Jace. And we're going to get into this on the next. Do you think that he's going to the draft or would he stay in Ohio State? Because neither him, even Mac Jones, they have not decided yet if they're going to enter to the NFL draft. What do you think, Jace? 
Uh, Fields, Fields, I, I think will. Um, I, the only way I don't see him doing it is if he is like cocky and he really wants to be number one overall. Because next year, I'm sure he will be. With uh, I love you bringing up Mac Jones because I think he could actually learn a lot from staying. He, he prior to the show, I think it was you, Ovi, who mentioned he already finished his degree. Look at look at a Justin Herbert. He was able to. He finished his degree. He came back for another year, and he was able to focus that. I mean, even Joe Burrow as well. He focused his everything on football, learning, reading, just bettering his skills. So then, when he goes to the next level, he can make an even bigger impact, and he could be what we what Joe thinks he can be. And I would love to see Mac Jones take those steps to get to that level. But he needs to take those steps. If he just goes in now. He, he he's uh he I, I don't see him having that much success on the next level. Are you talking about Mac Jones not having success in the next level? Yeah, if he goes into the NFL, oh, this is the same guy that was behind Tua, the same guy that was behind uh, Jalen Hurts. So for him to have an opportunity this year to beat out five-star caliber quarterback like uh, Bryce Young, and to perform the way he performed. You don't think he's still not ready to go, even though he's going to have to learn a new system, a, a new way of football. You don't think he's that disciplined enough to do that? I, I think he is that disciplined. I think he just needs to take the net. He would be a okay game manager, an okay Alex Smith, an okay uh, just managing the game, getting the ball where it needs to be. He, he won't – if he goes and he breaks down, he takes that time – like a Justin Herbert did, like a Joe Burrow did, where he takes that time next year, comes in, surrounds himself with football, and gets to he can make that next level. He could get to that elite status as far as when it comes to being an NFL ready QB. I feel like we're back in week three, and Jace is just starting to notice how good Mac Jones is. I will say this, Jace, as ridiculous as most of what you just said is. I do agree. I would like to see Mac Jones stay. I think it would be a hoove him. I mean, he's got, what, 15 starts now in his career, 13 this year, a couple last year. I think it would be great for him to come back. I think he definitely would become the number one pick in the draft in 2022 because uh, not having Devontae Smith around and not having Jalen Waddle around will do him some good. I think you'll see what a good quarterback he is. And I think you're grossly underestimating the skill set he has when you say something as ridiculous as comparing him to Alex Smith. This guy's, I mean, a game manager that completes 77% of his passes and has like, what, a, 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 a 45 to two touchdown? I mean, are are you, you're joking, right? I mean, Alex Smith. Was are you, are you reading, fun. are you reading your week three scouting report on Mac Jones? Hold it up. What are you looking at? Does it say week three on it? Uh, I've yeah. got my rankings yeah. right here. My, that's his, John, that's his week three <laughs> scouting report that's on a, Mac Jones. That's not a scouting. That's a playbook. <laughs> he, has, he, hasn't report. he hasn't updated his scouting report since they beat Georgia. No, I mean, he, he's gone up. Like, he, he wasn't in the first round midway through the season. Now he's in my first round from a mock draft. So I, I'm giving him respect. I'm saying if he wants to take that next level and if he wants to be a top 10 pick, he has to come back. He has to focus all on football and, and grow. 
as a player. It's all on fo- – oh, because he didn't want to have classes. Chase, yes. I, I've got news for you. <laughs> i got news for you. This guy is like an elite quarterback prospect at this point. I do think it would do – I think he can really – I think he can nail it down for sure next season. And, I again, to look at what Justin Herbert did, I think is, is, is the smart thing to do, come back. But I'll say this too. The idea that there's dum-dums like you that are so obsessed with Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields and Justin Wilson and whoever Trey Lance is, I don't even care about that guy at all. Okay, he's 6'6". Well, I don't care. Oh, I literally don't care. He also last year played 18 games. Here's what I do know. Here's what I do know. I got to bounce. I I can't put up with much more of you right now. (laughs) Do me a favor. I want you to go look up Mac Jones' numbers, and I want you to look at his numbers against ranked teams. And I want you to look at the regular season numbers that are sick against everybody, and then look at the numbers that he has against the top teams in the country. All of his numbers, QBR, yards, completion, pers- everything goes up against elite opponents. To suggest this guy's not ready for the NFL is silly. And the other thing is because, was because he's probably going to fall and be a late-round first-round pick, he instantly walks into a better situation than either of your guys. Any, any of those three or four are going to walk into a terrible situation He's going to end up on a contender, maybe the Saints, maybe a team like that. Mac Jones is going to show you what what an NFL quarterback looks like, dude. He's got the deep ball. He's got accuracy. You put some weapons around him, look what he does. Uh, Yeah. Um, I think – I I don't think he should stay. I think it would hurt his stock if he stayed. Um, Obviously – it's he's going to lose those playmakers next year. So, and I don't think he can get any better than what he did this year. So, and if he's already uh, projected as a late first rounder after the year he just had, what do you think that uh, he's going to do next year when he loses all those playmakers? Um, I, I just don't think that he's going to help build his stock um, anyway whatsoever. And when you talk about Mac Jones transitioning to the NFL, obviously he's got the accuracy that that you want to see, but he can't move in the pocket. You saw it against um, Ohio State. There's a couple of times when they were in man coverage and he would scramble because he had the the open lane. But he really he cannot move that well in the pocket. The the NFL is starting to move away from that. So I'm just interested to see. And obviously he had the great line uh, at Alabama. If he goes into a situation where he's not working behind a great offensive line, uh, you know, can he be able to you know make plays off script? Can be able to move out of the pocket, make plays like that. I'm not sure that he can. So I, I think that's that's the one thing that we still have to see with Mac Jones. But um, I, I think I think he should go to the draft, though. I, I think uh, it, his stock would only go down if he comes back this year. And uh, just for Justin Fields, I, I think he will go to the NFL draft, but I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back. Um, he obviously looked pissed off after losing to Alabama on Monday night. He had that same hurt after losing to Clemson last year. So, And he came to Ohio State for a reason, to win a national championship. That's why he transferred from Georgia. So uh, I, I think that I wouldn't be too surprised if Fields comes back next year. Well, I'll tell you what, um, more to follow on that. Uh, we're still we're going to continue talking about the draft after this. If you look at here, we have uh, the very far left was the original top 25, how we started it at week three, okay, with Clemson, Alabama, Oklahoma, and Georgia on top. We look forward to the right, the top 25 of the All Four Downs podcast. Our final review, as we know, number one is Alabama and Ohio, Ohio State, which, again, was debatable 
because of the fact of all these rule changes the Big Ten Conference were doing for eligibility. They made it there. Uh, Texas A&M and Oklahoma finished the top four. Uh, but the question you saw right now with this list, to start the season, okay, to start the season next uh, in 2021, 2022, who is your top four off the bat right now? Um, I, I think you got to stay with the elites with um, Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State. Um, every year, it, it really doesn't matter. They're always bringing back. They they don't rebuild. They reload with their, um, you know, with the recruiting classes. They do such a great job of uh, recruiting in their areas. So I think those three will stay at the top. And then uh, I'll, I'll throw Oklahoma in there for my number four. Um, Spencer Rattler finished this uh, year really strong. The defense started to really come around at the end of the year. So I think uh, Oklahoma could take that uh, next step forward next year and uh, hopefully see if they do get into the college football playoff next year, if they can actually make some moves, maybe even make it to a national championship after, you know, some upsetting performances in the college football playoff. But um, I would I would stay with the three elites and then uh, Oklahoma and as a number four spot right now. All right, Jace, what's your top four? Um, my, my top four is the, the, the same. I, I wish I could say different, but a team, another team that young team that I, I think would, will be biting at the heels at, at the top four it is in North Carolina. I know they're losing both their running backs to the draft, but I think that, uh, another year for, um, I, I blame Sam Howell. Sam Howell. Sam Howell. Sam Howell. Thank mm-hmm. you guys. Well, he's a but, sophomore, uh, I think, but okay. Yeah, yeah, I think another year for him, come in, get get everything going, him to get right. I mean, he's going to have to learn not to rely too much on that running game because he's losing his two-headed monster in the backfield. But I, I think he sh- will come in. He'll, he'll light things up. That should be interesting. And then also I've, I've talked about them all year. Uh, Cincinnati, Desmond Ritter is going to come back. Uh, they are losing a couple key pe- some key pieces on defense, but uh, I think Cincinnati is going to be uh, the talk of the town outside of the the uh, the Power Five yet again next year. Well, okay, I, I got you there. Uh, my my pick here, I'll, I'll remain with Alabama. If you're if you're the defending champ, you're going to stay on top until you get knocked down. And knowing that they have the best recruits all year round, uh, I got Alabama number one. Uh, I definitely have Georgia at number two. I know I'm a Georgia fan, but these guys are staying. The seniors are going to the draft, but those are eligible. But their players are staying because they, they're they hungry for a title win. Uh, and they pretty much are upset for losing to Florida. I do expect them to win uh, their division uh, next year. Uh, I'm not so convinced of Oklahoma, even though they beat Florida, but the way they beat Florida – they should have going against their second and third string team. Okay. You're talking about these elite players, so-called that they're getting ready for the NFL draft. I have my own opinion on that, but uh, I have them outside looking in. Uh, I can't disrespect Clemson. You know, you know, they played good without Trevor Lawrence, you know, racking up them points, but Notre Dame just hired a new defensive coordinator. That's going to help out improve their defense. So, I will at least have those four as of right now in the top four with Cincinnati and Oklahoma outside looking in. Uh, But, hey, that's what we have here. Like I said, congratulations to Alabama. Congratulations to everybody that at least made it through this pandemic. I wish it was a different storyline. More focus uh, already was talking about the viewership of the college football uh, national championship. 
that went slightly under 10 million viewers compared to last year. That was 20 million. Uh, and that's due to you the, know fact the highest that, rated bowl game, the highest rated out of the all, all bowl season. You're going to tell Cincinnati. Fair enough. I'm sure that everyone was enjoying the holidays during that time. So, yeah, more props to that game. But uh, <laughs> moving right along, the NFL draft will be happening at the end of April. And again, just like how I showed you guys last week, uh, this is the draft order as of right now. Um, of course, the results of what's going on in the playoffs will add too. Uh, but Miami Dolphins are in a good advantage right now to to come up real good. I mean, with I think one of those picks was from Houston, right? If I'm not yeah. mistaken, that's no. poor Houston man, and especially with the situation they're going through. Watson wants out of that team. Uh, but this guy here, I think he clinched his his way to Jacksonville. Uh, what do you think about this? I mean, do you think anything like, you know, I know you say Mac Jones and all, but there's, you know, there's so many people, you know, think where things can happen in the draft and not necessarily yeah. will, will things happen the way we think it's going to happen. But do you think 99% this is a lot for Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville? Uh, Yeah, definitely. Trevor Lawrence is, I mean, it's been like we talked about with the Heisman all year. It was his to lose. This has been his spot to lose. The only issue I can see coming from this is the possibility. I mean, and even this is a long shot, is the possibility of uh, Urban Meyer coming in for Jacksonville and saying, hey, I, I want the Ohio State guy. But I, I, even that, I mean, Urban Meyer said great things about Trevor Lawrence too, and I'm sure he'd love to be coaching Trevor Lawrence. So yeah. I, tre this is Trevor Lawrence's spot. Well, there's other quarterbacks that are going to be right now in the NFL draft that it's official in the NFL draft going on April. And this is right here. We got Sam Allinger from Texas, Trey Lawrence from North Dakota State. We already talked about Trevor Lawrence, Dave, Davis Mills from Stanford, Jamie Newman. I'm surprised with Jamie Newman just because he didn't play this year. So I'm just curious to see how he will do in the combine to see if his value goes up. Or would he be a mid, mid, uh, fourth or fifth round pick? But he is tentatively coming from Georgia because he did transfer. We got Kyle Trask from Florida uh, and Zach Wilson from BYU. And a lot of people out of these lists right here, besides Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson uh, has been predicting that's the second best quarterback on that list. What do you think, Sean? Um, yeah, I think Zach Wilson, obviously, uh, he had a great year for BYU and, um, I, I think it will translate to the NFL. Uh, he's, you know, super mobile in the pocket. He's got a, for not so big of a guy in size, um, he's got a really strong arm and, uh, he's super accurate. So I think that, you know, his game will trans transition well to the NFL. Um, and I, I think I would still probably put fields ahead of him. Um, and obviously Trevor Lawrence, but I think Zach Wilson's right up there. Um, and I, but I would, I'd be a little bit surprised if he ends up going in the top five, though. Um, I know I've seen a lot of that in mock drafts, but I, I don't think he's, he's worthy of a top five pick exactly. But I, I do think that he will uh, come into some team that needs a quarterback and give him help right away. And then uh, obviously Trey Lance is, is also a really good quarterback. I, I like what I saw last year out of him. Obviously not turning the ball over at all. And um, he, he's going to get to his uh, FCS season hopefully in the spring. So uh, we'll, we'll see if he does anything then. But uh, – yeah, I think Zach Wilson uh, definitely will help the team out, though, in the NFL. We got the running backs here. Here's the running back list. 
uh, again, this is what's official right now. This list can't grow. I like Tubba Hubbard and Jared Patterson in here. Uh, Jace, is there anyone else that you could that uh, you know of that could stand out in the draft? Well, uh, I talked a little bit about it. Looking forward to next season, but the dual-headed monster that North Carolina had with Michael Carter and Javante Williams was dominant. I, I like Javante Williams more. Uh, I think he's a going to be a really solid running back for a team uh, looking for looking to upgrade or just. He he could even be a solid second option, a solid mother. I mean, he was a two part of a two headed monster at North Carolina, so he might be a part of another two headed monster in the NFL. But another guy, I mean, I'm a Pac-12 guy. I'm gonna have to go with Jamar uh, Jamar Jefferson from uh, Oregon State. He obviously had that big game against Oregon when they upset him. This dude's a beast. Um, He's very very solid. And uh, he he would be a great addition to any team looking to add another running back to a solid running back core. All right. I mean, the list is going on and on. I could put up the wide receivers and the rest of the positions, but that list goes to like page two, three, and four. But, uh, hey, more to follow on that. And we're going to keep an eye on those that are going to be entering the NFL draft, the Columbine that's coming up. Also, again, we'll be broadcasting in April uh, to see in our predictions of who's going to be drafted. And Jace has already started. If you want to follow him on clovercrestmedia.com, he got his mock draft on point. He got many versions, many versions. He's a very undecisive <laughs> guy when it comes after the first round. But uh, you got to follow him there on Clovercrest Media. Follow him on Facebook as well, as well as Twitter. And Twitch. Talk to me about more Twitch there, Jace. Hey, I play video games as much as I can. Um, I'm trying to get a Madden in. So hopefully I can play Madden, talk to people, tell me uh, what you guys think about football, sports, anything. But, yeah, just uh, Big JCS on Twitch and Twitter. Check me out. You got a new show uh, that you just had earlier in the day. Tell us more about that. Yeah, the Posting Up podcast, uh, we'll talk about everything from around the NBA. Uh, obviously, we went on earlier to talk about the huge James Harden trade, him going to the Brooklyn Nets. But uh, if you're a fan of the NBA, you're a big fan of basketball, definitely check out uh, the Posting Up podcast with uh, Clovercrest Sports Media. Absolutely. And just before we go, before we go away with J- uh, Jason, with Joe and his final whistle, I'd like to take a short break. Check out this podcast. Welcome to Ivy League Murders. On this podcast, we focus on cases affiliated with the Ivy League, exploring the darker side of higher education. What happens when genius becomes evil? My name is Sarah Alcorn. I'm a Harvard graduate, and I've been a private investigator since 1999. Join me and longtime crime diva, Laura McDonald, for Ivy League Murders. When the first preseason poll came out this season, LSU was ranked number six. And mind you, they had lost Heisman Trophy winner and national champion Joe Burrow. But with Jamar Chase and Miles Brennan taking over a quarterback, most people felt pretty good about LSU. Of course, Chase didn't come back. Miles Brennan lost his job and they went five and five. You throw in the craziness of COVID-19 and no one could have predicted that. or much less anything else that happened this season. 
until we shift our eyes over to the Crimson Tide, who had lost to a tug of Iola as their starting quarterback, as well as Jerry Judy and a lot of other players to the NFL. A lot of people thought five-star recruit and true uh, freshman Bryce Young would be the starting quarterback for Bama. And maybe thanks to COVID and the shortened training camp, Mac Jones emerged as Bama's starting quarterback. When Jalen Waddell went down, the chatter started about all the elite athletes that Jones had at his disposal, and people questioned what he would do with a big boy receiver like Waddell out of the picture. I'm not going to bother wasting your time with all the numbers of the superstar season that Mac Jones put up. The greatest season in Alabama history. It is indisputable at this point that Mac Jones is the best quarterback in Alabama's history. And despite what people who have seen from Mac Jones, and the people here I'm referring to are folks who have only been watching the last three or four weeks, because those of us who have been watching Mac Jones from day one told you exactly how this was going to play out and that this guy was something special. When you're playing at the highest level of college football, mind you, behind an NFL quality offensive line, you still have to make the throws. No one has showed the consistency, accuracy, touch, and deep ball that Mac Jones has. I know people are in love with Trevor Lawrence and Justin Wilson and Justin Fields and Trey Lance, and the list goes on and on and on. People hate to admit when they're wrong. Mac Jones had a season for the ages, put up 464 yards and five touchdowns in the national championship game, and they still wouldn't make him the MVP. I believe in some way that a lot of people feel like Mac Jones is inferior to Trevor Lawrence, inferior to Justin Fields and Justin Wilson. Well, I got news for you, fellas. Haven't been watching enough football. There's a good chance Mac Jones will be the third or fourth, fourth quarterback taken in this draft, which means, sort of like Pat Mahomes, he's going to fall to a talented team. Meanwhile, Trevor Lawrence will end up in Jacksonville. Fields probably ends up with the Jets. Take a look at Justin Herbert and the success he enjoyed last season compared to, say, Joe Burrow or Tua. Tell me who's in the more enviable position with the brighter future going forward. Mac Jones might not become an NFL superstar quarterback, but I bet he'll get a chance to win more games than Lawrence and Fields do. Thank you so much for joining us in all four downs, part of the CMG Sports Podcast Network group. For more, visit CloverCrestMedia.com. For all the latest in sports, go to hhwshow.com. For unique perspectives, wide-ranging opinions, and a ton of other great podcasts, make sure you follow us on social media, like, share, leave a review. For Jace Garcia, Sean Scanlon, and our executive producer extraordinaire, Obi Muniz, I am Joe McGuire. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you next Wednesday night at 7.30 for all four downs.